And welcome to another episode of Train Talk with Train Tech. I'm your host, Paul Gillette, and joining me today is Phil Greenberg from Train Tech. Those uh, people who work wonders with DCC, your model train control professionals up in Waltham, Mass. So, tell you what, Phil and I were talking before the recording started, and they've already had freezes, it's cold, you know, here in the sunny Sonoran Desert. We didn't get out of the 70s today. Good grief, I'm going to have to put on long pants. All right, Phil, welcome to the show today, and and the focus is DCS and large scale. Here's a question from Jim in New Jersey. When I run my conventional locomotives using the variable out, the voltage starts at 5, which is pretty hot for some locomotives. Is there a way to make that first step lower? Well, there's actually no way to change the start voltage to less than 5 volts when you're using the DCS for conventional locomotives. However, there is another way that you can wire your DCS system that would allow for conventional locomotives to run more conventionally and your PS2 and TMCC locomotives to run with command control. It's called passive mode. And to set it up this way, you wire the transformer to the track and to the output of the TIU. Uh, remembering it's still going to be polar specific, so uh, the common uh, or the black wire is connected to the outer rails and the red wire to the inner rail. Uh, you'll also need a power supply uh, plugged into the auxiliary input of the TIU, and we recommend either using the uh, MTH Brick Z750 or the Z1000 uh, and plug that into the aux power input. Uh, if you set it up this way, it allows you to control the conventional locomotives using the throttle on your transformer, just like you always have, to power the track uh, at the same time. And since the DCS system is powered, all of your PS2 and TMCC, if you have that hooked up as well, can still be controlled with the remote all at the same time. Okay. Now here's another question from uh, Tom, one of the listeners. He says, uh, we've been thinking about DCS for our club, but we haven't been able to find any club-related information. Will it work in a club setting, or is it for home use only? That's a great question. Uh, there are many aspects of DCS that need to be considered for a club layout, uh, depending on the size of the layout and the intended power consumption, meaning the number of locomotives you'll be running uh, at any single moment, uh, will dictate if you'll need more than one TIU. Uh, there's currently a limit of five TIUs per layout. So um, you'll, you'll also have to consider if you're planning to control your accessories and your turnouts utilizing the DCS system. In a nutshell, the DCS system can take up to 16 remote controls at the same time. Doesn't matter how many TIUs you have, it can take 16 remote controls. Um, and they're all wireless. If the layout will be a large layout, it may require more than one TIU. So you're going to run in what's called super TIU mode. Uh, if you're controlling accessories and turnouts, uh, you'll need an AIU, which is the accessory interface unit. And uh, each AIU can control up to 10 accessories and 10 turnouts. Um, so for every TIU you have, you can also add five AIUs. Uh, all in all, you can control up to uh, 
250 accessories and 250 turnouts uh, and your trains with the single DCS remote control. But to be honest, there's a number of possible ways to set your club up. Uh, if your club is serious about using DCS, and there's no reason why you shouldn't be, it's a great system, uh, you can give me a call directly so we can be sure to maximize your control experience. Um, if you need to reach me, I can be reached at 888-339-TRAIN, which is 8724, uh, and I'm at extension 501, or you can email me at phil, P-H-I-L, at Traintech LLC, that's T-R-A-I-N-T-E-K-L-L-C dot com. Okay, and lastly, we've uh, got a listener who wants to know, give me the differences between PS1, PS2, and PS3. Okay. Um, well, PS1 was an early attempt uh, from Mike's Train House uh, at a better sound system, and it offered some remote control, but not in the respect as a DCS or TMCC. Um, basically, it, it was a better sounding system. It used uh, the QSI uh, chips for their sound. And as far as remote control, it, you could um, fire your, your couplers or um, activate station sounds or freight sounds by doing a different sequence of horn and bell buttons on the transformer. So say you did horn, bell, 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 and it would fire off the coupler. So you can open up the coupler and leave the train behind, and you know, the locomotive would keep going off. So that, that was PS1. PS2 is the current system that's out there uh, for their O-gauge trains and higher. And that incorporates a better sounding system. They've, they've gone away from QSI, and they have a completely different chipset. It's very clear, very realistic sound system, but it also incorporates the digital command system. So not only does it have uh, the, the same type of control that PS1 had, where you can do horn and bell button sequences to open up your electrocoupler or... Uh, Act, activate the station sounds or the freight sounds, but now you've got DCS, which is a remote control that's in your hand that you can just hit a button and it'll activate a whole slew of sounds um, and fire the couplers and turn on and off the lights. And it's, it's the system that's out there now. As far as PS3, uh, PS3 was introduced in their HO line uh, this past year and it incorporates the same sound technology that PS2 had. Um, that it's, it's very high-quality sound and offers you the DCS capability as well, but it also goes a step further and brings in the ability to run DCC. So PS1 was a conventional system with sound and the early beginnings of remote control by doing sequences on your transformer. PS2 was a, is a better sounding system and introduced the digital command system. And PS3 is the newest, uh, which has been released in HO, that um, incorporates the better sound system. You can still do those conventional horn and bell sequences to activate certain um, 
functions of the locomotive. Uh, but it, it also gives you the, the DCS and DCC compatibility. And one of the uh, PS3 is also now going to be moving into O scale and O gauge. And the first uh, PS3 locomotive, I believe, is going to be the Alp 46 uh, that, that should be shipping in December. Okay. So now is the PS3 when it migrates into HO, is that going to be like a standalone decoder control that I could add to, uh, say, an Aethern Genesis unit I have? Or is it going to be proprietary only with an MTH locomotive? At the current time, it's going to be proprietary to MTH locomotives. Okay. But we have had many conversations with uh, MTH, both in their service and technical departments and their sales departments, to possibly create uh, an upgrade kit similar to that of the PS2 upgrade kits um, because it's, it's just going to open up a whole new world because now 3-rail or 2-rail, you can run DCC, yeah, but you can also you can also do DCS, and and one of the other beautiful things about all three systems, you know, PS2 and PS3, more specifically, is they run in analog, so you can use your standard transformer, you can use uh, DCS in in PS2 and PS3, and then in PS3 it gives you the best of all worlds, DCC, DCS, and conventional, so. You, you don't need the system to run the better sounding, better functioning locomotive, but it's nice to have that. So, Okay. And then, and here I'm asking for your opinion. You know, everybody, you know, like will benchmark a tsunami sound card and the speakers and so forth. So in your opinion, is the MTH version and HO, you know, that good? Is it better? What's your opinion? I would say that it's as far as the sound quality and, yeah. and what you're getting, it is in par with uh, like a, like the tsunami systems for HO. Um, very crisp, very clear sounds. Uh, you know, there's it's it really they've they've put a lot of thought into how they make the sounds, how they're compressing the sounds, and getting it into the chip, and how to activate the sounds. What I like about the PS3 system um, is that it does give you that that flexibility. You can run, you know, in analog. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, if like some systems, DCC systems, will allow you to run one analog locomotive on a specific address. Address, but uh -huh. it doesn't doesn't need to be a specific address for the PS3. If it doesn't detect a DCS or a DCC uh, signal. When it's powered up, it's in analog mode, and you just, you know, you hit your direction button, and it's going to go, you know, forward, and you flip your direction button, and it's going to go backwards. So it, it really is um, a very versatile system, and I think PS3 is, uh, you know, once it gets through some of those little barriers that, that people have, I think those, those PS3 locomotives are, are really going to change the industry. Okay, and and you touched on just an excellent point there. I mean, perception is reality, and so it's how the people perceive the system and 
its capabilities and its uh, being on par or, you know, at parity with existing systems. Uh, once they make sure those mindsets are open and changed, then, you know, it can be adopted. Whereas I'm just approaching that step-off point on buying a DCC system. That's why, I, you know, I question you guys because you're providing input to me and it's going to affect the system I buy. Right. And I'm certainly impressed with the control capability of the uh, DCS system. I mean, it does a lot of stuff, a lot of bang for the buck. It sure, sure does. Sure is a lot of bang for the buck. And that wraps up another episode of Train Talk with Train Tech. Like, thank Phil Greenberg for taking his time to be here and answer listeners' questions. Remember, you can submit questions to me at paul.gillette at duckdogger.us or phil at traintechllc.com. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next time.